I'm Dee. And welcome to the Chocolate Bar, our lives, our strength, our time. We are on episode 25, and we have a super cool episode tonight. We have another Chocolate Bar Bell with us. Hey! Yes! So tonight we will be talking to April Loves Lifting, and I'm sure some of you all have seen her on Instagram. She's super hilarious and a badass power lifter and all the things, so we're going to find out all about her tonight. So... April, will you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Hey guys, this is April. Um, on Instagram, I'm April Loves Lifting, and I don't know if I don't. Need, I don't think I have like some people have like their whole names on there, but right, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have mm-hmm. my whole name on. She's there. She's in witness protection, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta keep my government name under wraps. But for you guys, I will give you my name. My name is April Chapel. My married name is April Henry, but that's not what's on my ID because. That takes so much work to change your name. Yes, and it we're does. just it's like so much and you know, after eleven years we're just together. So Aww. You know, oh wow, that, eleven years. Yes. We've yes, we've been we've toiled. We've I, listen, toiled. girl, that's a whole separate podcast. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. But but you can call me April every I go by April Chapel, so cool. that's who I am. Well, welcome to the podcast, friend. Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? Where are you now? What do you do when you're not being all badass and powerlifting, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera? Oh, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm from New York. Uh, I turned 32 this year, so ow. Okay. Um, Welcome to the dark side. Black <laughs> hashtag black don't crack. Oh I thought you were about 22. Listen, I, you know what? I work with a whole bunch of like younger people. And they, whenever I tell them my age, they're like, oh, my God. You don't look 32. I'm like, what is 32 supposed to look like? like it looks like you. Exactly. It looks like what I look like. <laughs> that's I right. T- I just tell them, make sure you hydrate. And that's how you keep it. Listen. Exactly. Listen, hydrate. Moisturize. Take that's care it. of your right. edges. Shea butter. <laughs> Shea butter is the truth. Listen. And that's it. I'll be trying to tell them. But, you know, um, from New York, born and raised, never really been anywhere to be, to, to you know, to be honest with you. Hey. Um, I lived in Virginia for a small time, but. You know, it's really slow moving out there, so my family yes. moved right on back, out yeah, back to New right. York, and and this is where I am. I, I work for, I actually work for a shipping company. I don't feel like I, I you know, it's not an it's not an odd job because there are other women there, but mm-hmm. I will say that I put in a, I have that extra edge being strong. So mm-hmm. you know, I I pack and ship people's packages every day. Oh. I work like a really serious manual labor job cool. five days a week that is cool yeah it's different and, um and powerlifting i guess power, powerlifting came before this job but mm-hmm. trying to balance the two has definitely been an interesting uh endeavor because my job is very physical so mm-hmm. um yeah trying to trying to do that and then get off and and run to the gym and then run back because you know i also have my small child so mm-hmm, i gotta mm-hmm. run back home to get my small child so oh how old is the, the baby uh she's not even a baby anymore i always call her baby she's <laughs> definitely nine years old so oh, that's still almost, kind of a baby there always are babies yeah, though. i was gonna I'm say a, they never I'll, stop being babies i will call her a baby till she's listen we're all gray like i know. have a whole ass stinky 13 year old and that's still <laughs> my baby he is my baby <laughs> People always say that. People always say that too. Like they're like, oh, I'm, 
you know, you, you keep saying the baby. You have an infant. No, I have a nine-year-old. <laughs> no, she's going. She's in fourth grade, kids. No, Aww, no. But that's it's, a good age. But it's been, it's been, um, powerlifting definitely has been like a saving grace for me. It's somewhere mm-hmm. to put my energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I work this manual labor job. I have my family. And I guess to like, you know, just look, looking into my life, someone would say, hey, you know, you live a very domestic you know, I cook dinner, you know, I do, you know, I do, I do all the mom stuff. Mm-hmm, I go to mm-hmm. Muay Thai and, you know, <laughs> in the front row with That's the right. camera, videotaping the kid. You know, I do all the, you know, regular mom stuff. But then I have this thing that I do just for me. So and you just lift heavy ass shit. That's, That's what fine. I do. That's definitely what I do. And people always ask me, well, like, well. Besides the gym, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, no, sweetie, that's my hobby. They're like, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's actually my hobby. Yes, picking up heavy things and putting them down. That's what I like to do. So I love so it. That's, that's me. That's cool. Me. Now, how did you get into powerlifting? Um, I feel like every I feel like everybody gets into it the same way. Well, not everybody, but I feel like mine's is a typical. It's very typical. Like I had my daughter, and then shortly after I had my daughter, I had to have uh, abdominal surgery. Like I had. Something crazy happened to me, and I had to have surgery. So um, after that, I put on a little bit of weight, and it was really hard to lose. Mm-hmm. So you know, you go on the quest; you want to lose that little belly or whatever. I was all—I was doing the same thing everybody else, you know. In the, when they get introduced to the fitness world, I just wanted to tighten and tone, mm-hmm. tighten and tone, oh. tighten and tone. <laughs> I, now that I look back at it, I see—I see. I'm like, oh my god, it's so arbitrary. But I—I I needed to tighten and tone, and. The first step was running, you know, I mm-hmm, used to run course. like two, two measly ass miles, you know, that's all I had in me. And honestly, the surgery left me. I wasn't really able to jump. The running itself became almost impossible. I couldn't do that very much anymore. And I was just kind of stuck. And a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you check out this website, fitnessblender.com. There's a little plug for them. I don't work for them, but mm-hmm. they definitely worked for me. And um, it's completely free and it had all these different weighted workouts. And I started doing that, like, you know, your basic bodybuilding hit kind of stuff you know hit mm-hmm. cardio and all that stuff and it just kind of became like this everything day thing that I could do that I could see progress like it was giving me something back and at the time I was at home with my daughter you know I was like basically I guess you could say a housewife oh I was mm-hmm. my husband would go to work and I was at home and taking care of my daughter and making dinner and folding laundry but this one thing that I had this website this you know these online exercises one thing I had that helped me, you know, just kind of feel like my own self again, mm-hmm. you know. So I started doing that, and then I got a gym membership. Started oh. going to the mm-hmm. gym, mm-hmm. and I kind of attained my—I attained the body I wanted, you know. Like I—I—I I, I felt like I could fit into pants again. That was great. That was really great being able to mm-hmm. fit into pants. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, could fit into pants again. I could go to the store, like, and just pick up a pair of pants. Um, I can't do that now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't do that now, but it's fine. I definitely, yeah, I definitely, I definitely um, started working out at the gym, got the physique that I wanted, and then I got bored. I got mm. really stagnant, and I was like, I need to do something with this. I can't just, I can't just be going and doing back and chest and arms and legs and mm-hmm. back and chest and arms. And it was not, you know, there was nothing different. I didn't really want to diet. I didn't want to experiment with diet because I'm like, I love food and. Mm-hmm. Yes. What I'm having, what I'm having right now, is not even enough. So I ain't doing that. So I just, I started looking into like strength sports, mm-hmm. and um, powerlifting was the one that seemed the coolest. And I, I got, I think the first, I think the first person that kind of introduced me to it was Meg Squats. 
came mm, in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the first powerlifter I saw I think was Meg Squats and Gina Halfwolf. Yep. Okay. I think that's her name on Instagram. And mm-hmm. then I got I found um, Girls Who Powerlift. Mm-hmm. And from that I was introduced to Shireen, sincerely Shireen, mm-hmm. who was like who actually lives here in New York and she's like, We're actually really close. We like Oh, hey girl. We're both petty black ba- yes. <laughs> yes. We're both petty petty black Bettys. So yes. Um, yes. we definitely like to go to meets together and I try to see her as much. She's she's out in the in the Bronx. I'm in Far Rockaway, so that's Queens. So we live on the opposite ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an ill fated romance, but we hang out and um from there just going to meets and meeting people that I was like following on Instagram and really girls who power lift was the was the one that you know it introduced me to you two as well like that's where i found you guys like oh girls of powerlift is really like open Shout out ivy i'm telling ivy <laughs> oh girl she ivy really put me on to something that's that that changed my life for sure because mm-hmm. i wouldn't have found this community and i thank god for this community lord because i don't know what i would do <laughs> i don't know right. what i would do without this sisterhood really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's um that's how i found it yeah i, I got bored and I googled and here I am. <laughs> here I am. Now, now, growing up or <clears throat> when you were younger in school, or whatever, did you participate in any sports, or was this kind of really your first foray into uh, any sort of, you know, whether organized or team or solo sports? Well, you know, we had the typical gym class where you do like volleyball and all that right. stuff. And I was a really big, tall chick. I was like the tall girl, always in the back of the line, and. I was doofy. I'm going to be honest with you. I was wild doofy. <laughs> I was not coordinated at all. I cannot believe that. Yeah, I was not coordinated. I'm still not coordinated. I, you, don't, you don't see me running and jumping on the gram. <laughs> I ain't doing that. I, I, that's why There's I chose a reason a, she's a power lifter. Yes, right, I chose, right, right. A, I chose a stationary sport. Yeah, locked in and that's that because I'm right. not good with running and jumping. So, you know, I, I play ball. I play basketball because, you know, everybody plays basketball in the hood. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I live in the hood and everybody plays basketball. So that's what they gave us. <laughs> and I played that a little bit, but nothing, nothing really, you know, I never really committed to any kind of competition. And honestly, my my first meet was in July. And that was the first time I I really think I competed at any like really put my hat in the ring and was like up against other people even Mm -hmm. though really it was more about me just going and getting some numbers on the board right but it was the first time i was entered in a competition i don't think i've ever competed in anything in my life so yeah Hmm. this is this is a yeah i'm telling you this is a the powerlifting thing has introduced me to a whole nother a whole nother side of myself you know interesting interesting a lot of people think that i've come that i that i played sports and i'm like I'm just big. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I didn't wrestle. I didn't. Right. I played a little bit of volleyball. I really like to play frisbee. Here's a here's a little. Fact. Really. I love yeah. frisbee, girls. I love it. Okay. I'm a little jealous. I go to the beach, and it's funny because people. We all. Me and my husband always invite people out to the beach, mm-hmm. and. They come out and they have a good time because I have all the stuff. I have tents and chairs and tables. Oh, and so you like, okay, yes. you legit. I live, by the beach. I, I live by the beach, so I have a cart. I come out, the cart got <laughs> tires on it. We got the whole setup. So I spend at least, when I go to the beach, I spend like seven hours on the beach. Yes. Mm, I like okay. that. That's it. I'm coming home this yes, year. We're going come, to the beach. I'm telling That's you, we're coming, coming to visit. Come through, girls. Come through. Anyway, yes. Um... Yeah, so whenever I invite someone to the beach, they always, I always say, let's play some Frisbee. And they always think they got it. But then once they start seeing my big ass moving on the sand, they're like, they're like whoa. Oh. 
<laughs> this is a real game. So yeah, I do. That is that is the one. Like it's I don't and not even like ultimate frisbee. Like just you, me, and somebody. Just regular old frisbee. Yeah, regular frisbee. So and that's not really competitive. I just I it's like it actually I get moving. Like in the sand, I will get moving. <laughs> And my feet are free, you know. It's, it's, I can get my <laughs> full, I can get my full hippie on, you know. I can just I got you. be myself out there on the sand. But powerlifting is the first time that I've actually competed in anything. I will say that. Wow, wow. that's actually really rare. I feel like I feel like a lot of us are child athlete types who quit nice. somewhere in you know because <laughs> you go to college and then yeah. you, if you're not good at it, like. If you're not a great, what do you do once you get to college? Mm-hmm. Except go back to the gym and you exercise. And then I just and so I just assumed you were an athlete too. I just no. assumed you'd always play the sport. And mm-hmm. this was I'm kind of your flattered. return. I am so flattered because <laughs> when I say I was a dude, and you know I I have um, four brothers and sisters. So oh okay, they all by the time they were like born, and I was older. I was like twelve. When my mother started having kids again. So mm-hmm. God bless her soul. Mm. But um. But um, my brothers and sisters did like karate, mm-hmm. and they did sports. But I would always be the like the the big kid going to get them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. going to right. take them, you know, helping my mom get them where they had to go. So yeah. I was a soccer mom from jump, like wow, from birth. I've been somebody's soccer mom, so <laughs> it was my turn. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, this, this has really been the time, and it's crazy because I'm like entering you know this other stage in my life I'm, I'm going into my 30s and this is the time that i've chosen to 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 just do something that's just for me for you right yeah right so. yeah girl motherhood will do that to you yeah <laughs> oh, man like, i got to find something for me man. before i go crazy and i'm telling you i i feel like you know because i had four brothers and sisters and my mom my mom was a single mom so i'm telling you when we was running around you know, I was I was that I was that that second soccer mom, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. trying to get everybody where they had to go. So right, right, so right, yeah. Right. So how do you think powerlifting? Like what you talked a little bit about how it's 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 changed your life and you know been such an and has become such an integral part of your life. How how has powerlifting changed? Like let's say the way that you perceive yourself. Oh, it's definitely given me mucho mucho confidence. Um, I have the biggest head now. I <laughs> I don't think I was ever as full of myself as I am now, and I it's it. not in a and it's not in a bad way. It's not in a bad way. I encourage everyone that I meet to be full of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you know, my shine does not diminish another person's shine, and another person's shine does not diminish my own shine. So. I encourage everyone to shine because if we shine real bright together, we yes. can light up this world. Light okay, up so the world. Yes. you know what I mean. I yep. don't. I. I honestly, it's given me such crazy. It's the the confidence is out out the roof. You know, I feel like I can walk into any room and and just be myself, mm-hmm. even if that's different from everyone else. And that's happened to me a lot of times. Like you know, I don't know the circle. Maybe the circles I run with that always end up you know me being maybe the only black woman in the mm-hmm, room mm-hmm. um happens a lot and you know or a certain or the only certain type of black woman in the room because there's lots of different type you know there's lots mm-hmm. of different types of people within within you know different types of people so sometimes i'm i you know i often you know roll solo like i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of close friends to me i don't really go a lot of places 
where I have a large entourage with me or anything. I'm pretty solitary. Like, you know, I go to go to work, go to the gym, go home, and then I go to like, you know, events, like powerlifting events, or I'll go out every now and then, but motherhood. So I I'm often find myself rolling solo and powerlifting has definitely given me the confidence to walk into any room and just walk up to anybody and just meet a new person and make a friend, you know, like, and, and not just kind of, be a be a spectator you know it's right. made me a player i'm a player now i play you know i play the game and um it's also helped me to unwind to like some of the aggression from my everyday life mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely helps me get that out and in a healthy way um it's helped me meet people meet people that i that i have things in common with um i like i i, I live in far rockaway it's pretty far from the city pretty far <laughs> And it's 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 a, a certain kind of community. There's not a lot of um, diversity here as far as like people in general. There's just not a lot of diversity here. I mean, people are the way they are. New York City is is New York City is a rough place, and you mm-hmm. know, people they go to work and they go home, and it's just this monotony over and over, and it kind of sucks their souls out of their out of their bodies, and they mm-hmm. and they become dry, and they just it's hard to find enjoyment people always are complaining and and all that and this the pilot things definitely helped me brush over that like i wake up in the morning with a smile on my face because i'm like just thankful to be alive and be strong and be Mm. healthy and Mm -hmm. you know it's given me this perspective that i can i can i can't change the things around me but i can change what i what i'm doing right a hundred percent i can change what i'm doing a hundred percent i have complete control over my body and what I can do with it. You know what I mean? So Word. It's just giving me this it's I hate to say it's almost like religion, but mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> it's almost like religion. And you know, my husband will tell you if you ask him like, hey, you know, what's it like having a, a, a powerlifting wife, you know? He says, Well all she does is walk around the house talking numbers. Hey. Like all she does is walk. All I do is yeah. Tomorrow I gotta lift this and then I gotta right. I gotta add five pounds and then maybe I could convert that to kilos because I don't. I'm about to do you. <laughs> so like, I'll, I'm always. I'm, it's always about just staying hydrated and hitting the numbers mm-hmm. for me. So yeah, it's done. It's it's definitely made me. It made me own who I. I own who I am and I'm proud of who I am, and I accept my flaws, and. I tr- just try to work to be better. Like I'm not looking in the past and going, oh, oh my God, these are the things I've done. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I've done. This is what I'm doing. I, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna look back. It's it's helped me grow. I, I, honestly, it's it's helped me grow a little bit. Grow as a person a little bit. So I love yeah, it. it's done a lot. It's done a lot for me. Has it changed how you um, perceive or like your relationship with your body? Oh, definitely. Yeah, like. I don't feel like I need to, I don't feel, I, I don't feel like I need to change my, I don't feel like I need to change my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I need to put my body through any stressors, mm-hmm. like, you know, crazy dieting or, you know, crazy, like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't feel like that my, the way my body looks is important because it's going to look how it does like right. my body's my body is going to look as strong as as it is mm-hmm. so if i just focus on make and on putting good things into it and treating it right it'll look how i want it to look right because it'll be it'll work the way i want it to work 
So it's no, it's no longer for me about the, about you know, aesthetics and you know, trying to fit in. Like, like I, I really, honestly, I can't walk into a store and just buy pants anymore. It's very <laughs> rare. Yeah. But I don't, but I don't let that. That that used to bother me. That used to drive me up the wall. And now, instead of trying to fit into a box and trying to, you know, fit into the pants, I find pants to fit me now. Like I don't, I'm not. If all I can wear is leggings, and I need to do some. I need to be in a place where all I can wear is leggings. That's, you know, it's, this is who I am. And I'm, it's not, I'm not going to suffer myself to change it because I know my body is awesome because I've seen what it can do. Yes. And it, it's, I'm proud to have it. I don't, you know, stretch. I, I used to worry about stretch marks. And when I was a kid, I used to not wear shorts because my knees were dark. It was such a dumb thing because, you know, melanin, like, come on, April, what up? But I didn't want to wear shorts because my knees were so dark and my legs were hairy and now i come on like years later i'm like what this is they're just knees it's just hair i don't even shave my legs anymore that's like a big thing with people like you know i go to the gym and my legs are woofy my <laughs> underarms are woofy like i'm i'm not like my husband doesn't care about my body hair and i don't really care about my body hair so Sometimes I just don't, if it's not, and it keeps the creepers away. Sometimes it keeps. Yep. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, or they're like, they don't. Sometimes not. Yeah, right, because that's they're, true. That's also <laughs> creepers true. are creative. Yeah, my, my gym is a very interesting gym. So I will tell you, sometimes it does attract. I mean, sometimes weirdo. I read your Insta stories and I'll be yes. cracking. Yeah. Yes. Be these like, people are weird. Who are these people? They <laughs> are. In contact with? It's a cast of characters like no other. I will tell you that. I've never. Some of the people that go to my gym are just devoid of any logic <laughs> or or they don't understand personal space. But mm-hmm. it's that's a male. That's what a male dominated world is like. Like, yep. That's, you know, that's for sure. That that's what it's true. like. You know, just coming at you full speed full throttle all the time yep. like so yeah but um my body is my my body's my own and i you know i don't let nobody i don't let anybody trespass and i try not to trespass against it so i know that's right i earned this thing girls i earned this <laughs> so one of my favorite things about you is that you have been as far as i know definitely correct me if i'm wrong here i'm pretty sure you've been self-coached the whole time you've been figuring out this yes, powerlifting thing i have and I, have. I think that's pretty fucking amazing because i started out there and i one day was just like fuck this i can't do this anymore. <laughs> i need i need somebody else to do this because it's making me crazy so anybody who can kind of do that for a really long time is super impressive to me so i guess you talked a little bit about on, about it on instagram the other day about kind of things that you've done as um someone who's self-coached but i think i'd love to hear you talk more about kind of what you've done and what you've experimented with and some of the lessons you've learned things like that definitely um i and i you know i I had wanted to go in depth on the gram but i got so busy and i wasn't able to i wasn't able to finish that story but i i'm glad i have an opportunity now because a lot of people ask me about self-coaching and why i do it and the main reason is because powerlifting is my hobby and I, a little rule in my home is that your hobby shouldn't cost too much it shouldn't come out of the out of the the family kitty so i had to keep i had to keep it short and simple and and just you know with my daughter growing at the rate she is and i just couldn't afford to to actually you know pay for coaching plus um, I don't know if you know, but I was a certified, well, I am a certified personal trainer. So 
so I do know a little something about it doesn't you know it doesn't make me God I don't know everything I don't have a doctorate or anything but it does it, it gives me a little insight and I do this is what I do so I, I love researching about the body and the body's reactions and getting you know strength gains and how that all works so it was just putting in the time like to learn and to read I read um, starting strength a couple of other random German books and watched a whole lot of YouTube and um, went back and read old you know read old uh, diagram like diagrams and things that they had on just the basic technique and then honestly getting by with a lot of help from my friends like you know you post something to Instagram and you're gonna get a thousand people telling you what you're doing wrong so hey when I you know when I felt like you know I'm not too certain I would just post something up on the gram and be like here hey can someone tell me what I'm doing wrong here? And I try some things and go back and read some more and 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 figure it out. So, um, yeah, like it, it's definitely I, I definitely didn't decide to sell. If I had been able to get a coach like to afford a top notch coach that could be with me every step of the way, I probably would have. But now that I you know did the first meet and it went so well and. You know, I was able to, to make it happen. I, I don't think I would ever, at this point, I don't think I would ever um, pay for coaching. Like, I just feel like the, the fun is like learning this stuff on my own. I've had so much fun, a lot of turmoil too, I'm not going to lie. It's been mm-hmm. very hard. <laughs> it's been hard. There's days I walk out the gym crying, but that's I feel like that's everybody. everybody yeah, pretty knows. much. Yes, it is. Even, even, <laughs> even, if, even, even if there's even if there's a coach, yeah, you're correct. Oh, yeah, there. for sure. That's, uh-huh. that's powerlifting for sure. I just feel like you know I, I had I, I I had been working out for a while. I had started at a good base. You know I I learned you know the basics of like leverages and all of that, and I I, I had a pretty good idea about it, and then. Just learning things like arching, learning how to like like load your lats and all of that, and and just you know learning that every deadlift is gonna suck no matter mm-hmm. what <laughs> until you until you actually find your magical unicorn deadlift stance, you know it's gonna suck. So just putting in the time and like doing the research, like I honestly this is what I sit when when I have free time, I'm reading about how to fix my shitty deadlift, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. how to how to properly like load my lats and how to you know bend the bar in the bench you gotta bend yeah bend the daggone bar like so many leg drive had to learn that all on my own but um the powerlifting community is very very helpful and people are always willing to send you advice you just gotta shift through what's shitty and what's what's not shitty so um yeah it's been it's been a wild ride but i like it because i've when I when I learn something, I become an expert on it. You know, like when I finally when the thing finally clicks, I can explain it. And I always, you know, see, you know, these high paid coaches saying the same things that I've learned. You know, so I'm like, I'm doing something right here, and I've made strength gains, so I can't, you know, I, I you know, I can't knock it. It's it's been good to me. If it ain't broke, don't yeah, fix it. Yeah, don't fix it. <laughs> don't fix it. But yeah, so. Um, in terms <laughs> of any friends or you know family members or anything sort of outside of the kind of the powerlifting world, how have they, you know, sort of reacted to your, um, you know, your entrance into this and, and and sort of your interest in it? Have have they been mostly supportive or have you gotten some side eyes? Like how how has that experience been for you? Sort of explaining to people what it is exactly that you do. Well, my parents didn't get it. 
um, they did not, <laughs> my mom definitely didn't understand, and, uh, my mom remarried, so her husband, well, he's, he's, he's my dad, he's cool, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just, but we, he's, he's definitely, he's the coolest dude ever, but they did not get it, but as soon as I told them that I, um, signed up for a meet, they were down to come, they were very mm-hmm. supportive, they were like, immediately like, sure, let, let us know when and where, so, I trained for it. I trained for it. My mom's thinking, you know, you're just working out. You know, it's just, <laughs> you know, everybody just thinks it's just working right. out. And um, finally, the day comes. And my husband, he's was in the army, so strong chicks. That that ain't, you know, he's like, and ev- nothing. He's very blasé too. Like nothing bothers this guy. Like mm-hmm. very few things bother him. So when I told him that I was getting into powerlifting, and me and me and him used to work out all together. Like we would go to the gym together like mm-hmm. he likes to work out too i don't i'm he's not a power lifter but he definitely you know like he likes to lift heavy and he likes you know he he follows a like a bodybuilding slash right. like a power builder program mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. goes and he knows i was going but when i said i was going to sign up for a meet um he was like sure let's you know whatever whatever you want babe go do, do it go mm-hmm. ahead babe, babe, mm-hmm. whatever so i signed up my parents came he came, um, my daughter was there, my little brother was there, and funny thing is, my little brother has watched me get into powerlifting, and now he's all about it. How okay. old is he? My little brother is, Solomon is 19. Oh. He's 19 years old, and he is huge. Wow. Okay, <laughs> my little brother was a little, little fat, chubby shrimp. He picked up one weight, and now he's like jacked like wow like it's crazy and he's really got like really gotten into it and he's doing the same thing i'm doing he's been studying and looking at different programs and like you know forming his own program so he definitely got that from his big sister so mm-hmm. you're welcome mm-hmm. solomon if you listen <laughs> i gave you those gains those traps you got right now my son i gave them to you thank your big sister um but my, my folks, all, you know, the day of the meet, my folks came out and they sat right in the front row because that's mm-hmm. who they are and um, pulled out both cameras and just sat there and waited. And, and they slowly, slowly but surely, I could tell, I could see on their faces that they were getting what this competition was about. Right. Like they're watching these like little tiny, because, you know, the, the, the smaller classes go first mm-hmm. and they're watching these tiny people pick up these crazy weights and everyone's screaming and yelling. And, you know, I'm rowdy. So you know my parents got to be rowdy. <laughs> and they're, they're like in it now. So I'm doing my first, I'm doing my openers. And they're like, they're way, way too enthusiastic by this, <laughs> by this point. So by the time we get to the end, and you know, the, I was new to this. And I was new to that federation. And a lot of people had been there before. And nobody knew who I was. But by the time, and I was the only, I'll tell you this. I was the only black person. Mm. I was the only black person on well there was another guy but i was the only black person lifting that day so Mm -hmm. yeah that was that was interesting and my parents commented on that too but um once we got to like third attempts um yeah everybody was giving me the the woo and my my parents were loving that and they were giving me the woo and they were once we all you know everything was said and done for and we got our family picture my mom pulled me aside my dad pulled me aside was like oh my god you're so strong Aww. You're so Aww. strong. And I was Aww. like, yeah, I know. I've been training. <laughs> yeah. I've been training, parents. Now you see. But now that they, they've they seen that, 
they know what it is. Like if mm-hmm. they, if they, my mom will call me. Are you at the gym? Okay, I'll talk to you. <laughs> uh, she's like, are you prepping? Okay, I'll talk to you later. You know, <laughs> she asked me, oh, when's your next meet? When you know, when? Let us know it's before we go on vacation because they love vacationing. So that's awesome. So yeah, they're they're in it. Um, they're in it. People that I meet don't really get it. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. get it at all. You know, you guys know that. Yo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody else gets it, but my family definitely digs it. They don't. They don't give me. You know, they don't give me a hard, a hard time about being huge, eating all the time, mm-hmm. sleeping all the time, and at the, being at the gym all the time. They, you know, they, they see what it is and they see, they understand why I do it. So it's, it's, and it's, I'll be honest, I'm lucky. I know a lot of people don't have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. And for those people that don't have that support, I will tell you, just turn to the community. Just turn to the community, your sisters and your powerlifting brothers. They will be. They will cheer you on. And if you're searching for strength, that's your journey to. That's your. That's your journey and your journey alone. You don't need anybody else. So, travel on, travelers. Mm. <laughs> so here's a question: mm-hmm. If there was one thing, only one, you can't pick more than one. Okay. That one thing that you would, if that you didn't know going mm-hmm. into powerlifting. That you could go back and like say, okay, I have this knowledge. What would be the one thing that you wish you knew back then, when you started, that you that you know now? Mm, that's one. a good one. That's a good one. Ooh. Um. Oh. The the proper kind of belt. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much money on a belt, and I don't know if you didn't fo- follow my Instagram saga, but. I spent all this money. I was lifting YOLO without a belt. Things were getting heavy. And I was like, you know, I probably need a little, uh, not all the gear, but some gear. So I got sleeves cheap off of Amazon. I'm still getting the Amazon sleeves. They're great. They work. Um, but I um, I got a belt from Inzer. And I got the Olympic, like, tapered belt. Oh, okay. And definitely not the right kind of belt. Definitely doesn't give the same kind of support. But you know, I was convinced. I had talked myself like, yeah, this will do. This will do. But then I went to go lift with Shireen, and special guest Kimberly Walford showed up. Oh, and that's she, a special guest for real. Yes. Yeah, she showed up. Kim is like really cool. I don't know if you guys have you ever have you ever met Kim? I've met. I her. have not met her. Yes, yet, no. Kim is wild cool. Kim will invite you to her home. Shout out to Kim for hey being girl. yes for being like a super awesome lifter and like super strong lifter, but also being like a regular degular girl. Mm-hmm. She is mad. She will invite you to her home for beers and burgers. Like <laughs> no problem. Like yeah, you want to lift? Come on, come on to my house. Come to my house. But. Kimberly saw my belt and you know was like, "Listen, you need to get a you need to get a, a quality belt. This is a piece of shit." And I spent money on that belt, so that if I had known that, I definitely could have saved myself like some anguish and learning form, le- like relearning how to use the belt and all of that. I really wish I had known more about like w- more about what I needed to to actually lift properly in the beginning and didn't have to like stumble through this. So. Because if, if she hadn't said something, I don't think I would have ever. I would have still had the same crappy belt, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, but eventually yeah. somebody on Instagram would have told you. Yeah, someone would have been like, hey, that's the wrong belt. Um, you need to switch your belt up. <laughs> but no, that I think that everything else, I think learning. I, I can't really think of anything. I think learning everything else that I have 
in in time like was was beneficial um everything that i i think that everything i learned every obstacle that i came up against was eat was was something that even people with coaches come up against so um yeah i i like the fact that like all the technique stuff i i'm happy to have learned it on the journey like i you know because it, it it's made me a definitely a better lifter and more thoughtful lifter like i mm-hmm. work smarter not harder oh that's so important you know th- that you know for that but yeah i the only thing i can say i i wish that i had known beforehand was what kind of gear i'm gonna need mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it happen properly and if i need gear you know sometimes beltless is you know working without a belt for so long definitely made it easier to you know transition to heavier you know loads so mm-hmm. that was something you know something to be said for that so you mentioned a little bit about your first meet and um being one of really one of two um mm-hmm. you know people of color at the meet what has your experience been like both as a woman and particularly as a black woman sort of delving into powerlifting, whether it be just sort of, you know, feeling comfortable in the community or, you know, going to a meet? Like, how, how has that experience been for you? Well, I've only done one federation and I will say, I don't even know if I want to, I don't know if I want to throw shade at them. And I'm sure I thought, I don't. I don't want to. I feel like uh, if you're telling the truth, it's not. Shame. It, it's it's constructive criticism, yeah. if you want. Constructive yeah, feedback. So so RPS. I did RPS. I wanted to. I, you know. I'm like I said, open book. I did mm-hmm. RPS, and I was definitely the only black female there, and um, they weren't. That nobody was there was you know inhospitable. Everybody was nice. Um, even the people, it was, it really was a great introduction to actually competing at a meet Mm -hmm. because the people on the stage were like super, like, you know, encouraging, like they were, you know, I I guess I was really healed up and rest up because everything was flying and they Mm -hmm. were like, yeah, put some weight on the bar. Look at you. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, maybe if I sat and thought about it, maybe it was like, maybe it could have been. If you know from from an outstander, maybe because I was the only black woman there, maybe they were being extra about it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. that was the case. But at the time, I really, I, w- I was just happy to have the support. Mm-hmm. So it, so nobody, yeah, there, there really nobody there was um, inhospitable. Everybody was very nice, and even all the people that from that first meet, definitely I've seen them again, and they like remember my name and oh wow, follow you on Instagram Ooh. now. So you know that's. That was cool, but it was um, it was nice to be able to go up into that very light skin establishment and represent. You know, <laughs> she like, said the light skin like, establishment. Like, it was very nice to go up into the very light skin, you know, federation and represent. Because I really, you know, even at even you know, I've been to another meet, um, and even at that meet, um, Shireen was the only woman of color there. So mm-hmm. um, definitely. It was definitely some something different to 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 be on the state like you know, kind of like feature like featuring this right. one black girl featuring mm-hmm. that black girl over like there this right, black girl right. lifter you know it's like hello I'm in a fishbowl yeah yeah definitely but honestly I love I know that this sport is for me because I loved that feeling of being on the platform mm. oh my god like <laughs> I know some people are like oh you might get afraid you might be afraid oh no honey. Mm-hmm. That was for me. I was here for it. Like, 
once I got up there and everybody was sitting there watching me, I feel like I felt, I hate to say it, but I felt validated for all the work that I did. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like it really, it made it, it it made it solid. Like I did this, I'm showing it off now. Like that's what that I think. And I think that first meet really gave me that extra boost of confidence in my, just in my life to be like, here's what I've, here's what I've been working toward. Let me show this off. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so um, it didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really bother me, and nobody there made a big deal about it. But it was very noticeable when the you know they take those group photos. Right. Oh mm-hmm. man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Definitely noticeable. So and I, and I and RPS is a smaller federation from mm-hmm. what I gather. I don't know everything about you know the feds and all that, but mm-hmm. um, RPS is a small federation and. Um, they are, you know, they're not drug tested. They're not as strict as other federations from what I hear. So we'll see what happens. I'm doing a USAP, USAPL, I think. That's yes. How you say it. Oh, okay. I'm doing USAPL in March um, at, I think it's Squats and Science. They have mm-hmm. their, tra- okay. their, their, their championship. I'm doing that meet and we'll see what, I mean, it's going to be in New York City. So there's going to be some brown people there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they gotta be. <laughs> so, yeah. in terms of of you know preparing for your meet and you know you coach yourself and all that, did like how did you de- how did you how did you determine that you were ready? Like, were, was it more of a I'm just gonna jump in and get in where I fit in, or was That's, there something that like sort of made you feel like okay, now I I'm ready to, to take meet? this next step? I went to a I was training for like I don't know like maybe six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not even, not even. You know what? Not even. I wasn't even training for that long. I was dabbling in strength, like mm-hmm. you know, just like te- I guess, I guess a lot of like coming to the gym, doing regular sets, and then just like adding a little bit more weight to like mm-hmm. I maybe getting close to my maxes, you know. And then I was like, you know, in, maybe I should go and see a meet, like go see me. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to. Um, a meet in Brooklyn. I forgot which I forgot which one it was, and it was really really cool. And a friend of mine, well, Shereen's, was like, "Hey, I'm doing this meet. Mm-hmm. You should um, sign up for one too." And I was like, "You know, I don't know if I'm ready." She's like, "Well, you'll never be ready unless mm. you just sign up." So I was like, "Okay, fuck it, YOLO." <laughs> right, right. So right. I did. So I did. I signed up for the meet, and um, I started training from there. And um, I use program online i use johnny candido's six week meat prep mm-hmm. but with that i also i like taper it down for because i feel like a lot of these online programs are for men right like for big burly men because i tried 531 like everybody does and that is a crazy program it's boring mm-hmm. um it's too the loads are too I, it's for a giant man it's not for yes it definitely is it's, you know what i'm saying it's not mm-hmm. for a woman so I taper, I, I, and even Candido's, Candido's is nice, it's a nice medium, and you definitely run through all the, the parts of, like, sh- like, strength gaining, but the time, the timing is a little short, it's only six weeks, and then you, you know, you start on a deload, and then you go up, you go, you, you know, you, you acclimate to the weight, and then kind of a little bit more linear progression, and then, you know, back, you kind of test your, your, you know, one to four rep, and then you go and back to a deload. So mm-hmm. it's a little short. So I drag it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely still do like accessories. Some of the days it says not to do uh, accessories, but I, you know, I kind of, I hate to say, I kind of, I kind of go by um, the results, like from the last time I trained, 
and I train it. I I did, I you know I edit the program daily, like you know, mm-hmm. based off of because, like I said, I go to work all day, right? And if I didn't eat, there's no way I'm coming in here and lifting like ninety percent. So right. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna do that. I'll go in and work more on moving with good form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, I I I take the programming and I. I make it. I make it work. I make it fit into my schedule, and I make it um, so that it's not as taxing on my body. Because I go to work and I lift heavy boxes all day, and moving heavy things and pushing heavy things, and then to go to the gym at night, and then try to come home and sleep. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes a lot. It's a lot. yeah, it gets too much, and then I can't go back to the gym the next day and move what I'm supposed to be doing. So. I, I, you know, formulate, I formulate the program based off of like what's happening that day. I stretch it out however long it needs to be stretched out. And then, um, I just make it, I, I get in where it fit in basically. <laughs> I hate to stop it. It's, it's, you know, there is a little bit of a, there is a little bit of a little bit more work to it than just that. But honestly, I keep it simple. I, that's, the, that's the best way for me that so far and it's been working like you know I can see I can see the strength gains happening um, even with like other movements like not just the big three but like being able to do chin-ups being able mm-hmm. to do pull-ups being able to do more push-ups you know my endurance I'm not an endurance athlete it's so sad because my <laughs> daughter has also my daughter has also inherited that she did her first Muay Thai boxing match and by the third round, my little girl was winded. I was like, yep, that's, my, that's <laughs> my baby. I was like, that's Aww. my baby. Nobody does conditioning in this house. Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my husband, too. My husband is a loud breather. We're all mouth breathing. <laughs> <Not mouth breathers. laughs> so, we, we're trying. We're trying. But I'm going to. I'm. I, that, that is something that I do want to work on. Because I can, I can definitely. Um, I, can, I can lift heavy. But don't ask me to do that back to back. Right, 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 right. Don't ask me to do it. Don't ask me to pick that heavy thing up more than once, baby. Because I'm only, <laughs> I'm only that's doing cardio. it once. Yeah, that's it. So um, that I, I and and like I said, um, having these issues and and um, record like recording my sets and doing all these things has made me know myself as an athlete. Like I know that the only way I'm gonna be good at this is if I become a technician and just hammer out technique like you can only muscle things up for so long mm-hmm. before you have to solely rely on routine and technique so that's what i that's where that's where i really focus is like just locking in of uh because you know i've only been doing this for a year so this will this uh, like a i guess maybe yeah december will probably make october when I go this year? probably yeah only like a year Wow. I've been doing this so you know I was lifting before but you know basic bitch lifting you know <laughs> if I do say so myself excuse my French but yeah ba- you know base very basic lifting and I have kind of got my form down and but once I've learned how to you know learning like learning the actual techniques of lifting heavyweights because you know there's certain things you got to do to protect your spine you know what I mean like mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. certain things you got to do to protect your you know you protect yourself so once I learned those things and just like trying to drill in my routines like you know setting up the bench how i set up my deadlift how i set up my squat finding my proper footing and all that once i I, once i you know got all that and just started drilling the routine in that's when you know 
things kind of sped up and now I, I'm gotten to a comfortable place where I can you know be very flexible with my programming and still see great gains as long as I stuff my face and rest you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so yeah very cool so I guess <laughs> it's it's time for some randomosity because you know we okay. like to ask random ass Bring questions it. too Bring so um I guess my random question is what is typically on your iPod or what have you on your playlist when you're lifting? Oh, <laughs> I listen to a lot. I feel bad because I have very varied music, music taste. I mm-hmm. actually used to de- like, I used to DJ. At Get night. out. Yeah. I used to, um, my, <laughs> I was a house mom by <laughs> housewife by day and a DJ by night. Girl, let me find um, out you on the ones and twos. Right. Yeah, I had a right. brief stint. I used to run this Friday night party that got really, really Wait out a of minute. hand. I'm going to yeah. need to know what Friday night party this was. Because <laughs> the fact that I could have theoretically it was been called, there. <laughs> it was called FEF Friday at this little seedy bar that I used to go to. I used to go there like way back in the day when it was much, much a little classier, but New York City has slowly but surely changed and, you know, things closed and the bar got a little run down. So I asked the the current DJ who was like just not bringing people in like, hey, you know, is there a night that maybe I can come in and play some music? I love music. Like I listen from listen to everything from, you know, corn and Radiohead to, you know, Lil Uzi and and like, you know, every like everything. Roy Woods. Like I listen to everything. I listen. I literally listen to every type i'm like very hung up on soundtracks like music like narrates life like mm-hmm. if you watch I a good agree. movie the the best movies have the best soundtracks like the best so as a as a kid like you know growing up i used to collect soundtracks like i would i would go and i would go pay for them too i would go even for like maybe one or two songs like i would go buy the whole cd you know what i mean and mm-hmm. bring it home and play it so um, I used to play, I used to play, you know, just crazy, wild, crazy party music at this Friday night party. And, um, and it just, I had like, I have a hard drive that has so many songs on it. And honestly, my playlist for the, for the, it varies. It really varies. Right now, um, I'm listening to a lot of like, um, what is it? I guess you could say it's like hardcore trap <laughs> i don't know i don't even know what to call it as long as it works but um dmx dmx is always the go-to oh that's yes. always the go-to dmx is the god in the gym um who else sometimes i get like nice i get into my girl mode so i like SZA. you know mm-hmm. um, my man is you know you know everybody yes. knows SZA at this point she's all about the weekend but yep yep, yep. um I um Roy Woods is a um he's on OVO Sound like the record label with Drake. Um, okay. okay. He's a I very different. I like, you know, he has a very I'm taking notes sound. as we speak by the way. Yes, <laughs> check out Roy Woods. Check out and Roy we'll, Woods. We'll you got to. We'll, we'll probably else. ask you for this all again so we can put them in the show notes. Oh yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um Party Next Door. I love Party Next yes, Door. Yes, yes, I do too. Always. That's yes. that's that yeah. I but that's then, all up and through. But then flip it around, and some days I'm listening to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, so, me too. Yep. Um, I'm a huge, huge Jonathan Davis fan, huge Trent Reznor fan. Mm-hmm. Trent Reznor is the god. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If y'all don't know who Trent Reznor is, then y'all need to Google. <laughs> okay, tell your tell the listeners to Google if they don't know who Trent Reznor is. Okay, they're yes. missing out on Google, a y'all. large part yes. of his trick. All right, um, and all the old bands are like dying out now. So mm-hmm. I try to I try to keep their memory alive by lifting heavy crap to their music, you know. Um, but I have Pandora too, so sometimes I mix and match the playlist like a mm-hmm. lot of people don't want to pay for pandora but i'm like listen for five dollars i can listen to whatever i want and play it back oh we're doing this so i got yeah <laughs> music taste definitely varies very cool so what do you so do you in terms of um kind of you know nutrition do you follow like some you know a specific way of eating or do you just eat all the things like what typically <laughs> works best for you well, I do have, um, like, a standard. I'm supposed to eat six meals a day. So mm-hmm. I have three, you know, my three big meals. And then three, like, maybe, a sh- like, two shakes. Or if I can get a real meal in, a shake, a real meal, like a, like a smaller meal and a smaller meal. Because mm-hmm. I'm, hundred. I'm like, in that 180 class area. And honestly, I am strongest when I'm well-fed. So... I I do I do keep it extra. I, I'm gonna be honest. With you, I'm like a very I'm all about the clean. Like I don't do fried. I don't do I have don't do soda. Like mm, I am. Okay. If I could, I would petition against all carbonated drinks except for Monster. Like all carbonated drinks are that's a no no because the amount of calories that are in even diet soda. Like the amount of calories is deadly. So just knowing that i'm drinking all my meals for the day it just has kept me far far away but um i try to drink at least a gallon of water a day i have my huge water bottle that i carry around all the time that everybody hates (laughs) i'm always leaving it somewhere at work somebody's like oh april your damn water bottle this 42 ounce what is this 45 ounces of water like come on do you need that but i drink a lot of water um and i try to follow like these fake (laughs) I call them my fake macros, like a certain amount of protein and a certain amount of carbs. And that's pretty much all I track. And Mm -hmm. I don't track it by like I don't I usually don't have the time to like measure out food. So I've gotten to the point where I can eyeball it and I'm pretty damn good at it. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've been doing it for so I've been like I've leveled out the weight for so long that I can, you know, look at food and say, okay, that is six ounces of chicken. That is six ounces of uh, steak or whatever. Um, so yeah, I do follow uh, guidelines. I don't do, I don't have a strict diet. I'm not, you know, doing any. I don't really. I I try to keep it so that I don't have to cut. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I I experienced the water cut with my Ugh. first meat, and I did a quick one. I was, I just needed to like get like maybe a couple of like maybe two or three pounds under just to be safe. Like I was safe, but I just wanted to like make sure like because you never know you can wake up the next day and be amazingly heavier than you Mm -hmm, thought you were so and i and it was my first meet and i see a lot of people try to cut for their first meet so i i was like i don't want to do that i don't want to lose any strength i'd rather just go in nice and juicy and um and be as strong as i can next time you know i'll worry about you know wilts and all that other stuff i'm not worried Mm -hmm, about that right now mm -hmm. i just want to go in and get some numbers on the board so um I have been just trying to like maintain a nice 180s area mm-hmm. <laughs> area of weight, and really that all depends on me eating the pro- getting the protein in, right? Um, and that's all about time. So um, 
it's just prepping like having to prep the, the, the food and luckily my family is so good they're like they will eat anything that i eat so even when i'm in here just making straight up chicken breasts they're like down to eat that too um, that's helpful that yeah that really they're helpful. not they're not you know and i and i try to make sure that even though the meals are you know they're good and they're different give us give us some variety because eating the same dry chicken breasts every daggone night i can't right. do it okay, right. i'm not here for that i can't <laughs> so um i try to i try to you know look up recipe like you know I try to look up recipes and then modify them, you know, you know, getting just better ingredients and making them a little bit more wholeful and more healthful. Um, but we don't do fried, no soda. Um, what else? I love ice cream. I'm sorry. Uh, why are we apologizing for yeah, that? There's nothing to apologize for. I love shit. chocolate. I love ice cream. Um, if you told me you didn't love at least one of those things, you weren't <laughs> getting like, off this podcast. Wrong. She was like, we're going to hang we up were, right we were, now. We were, we were going to have to start this podcast all over again. <laughs> exactly. And try to figure friends. out exactly what is wrong with you. Because somewhere in there, there has you to gotta be something. You got to get it together. You got to get it together. But um, yeah, I, um, diet. my diet is not super strict, but I just have things that I just don't eat because I know they're not good for me. So mm-hmm. just getting, and also like, here's a here's a great little rule of thumb, hands, two handfuls of veggies. Mm. Like people always worried about trying to get enough vegetables. Two handfuls of veggies and you're good for the day. I trust like me, it. trust me. I'm not a doctor, but trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just live by a so, so little bit of small rules of thumb and that, that's been getting me by. I like it, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, do we want any to randomosity to for you? <laughs> cool, me, um, I, I just want to say to like anyone that's listening that also like follows me on the grab, like, thank you guys for just listening to my bullcrap. Like, I know that my, you know, a lot of people get on and they, you know, they just post about powerlifting, but there's more, you know, there's more. To, to me than just that so I try to give I try to just you know be myself and encourage other people to be themselves and balance like you know I, I, I love powerlifting but I'm happy to be able to give people something other than just, you just make people smile just make people laugh and just break up the monotony of the day even if it's watching me <laughs> go through like serious road rage because people are not signaling on the road like <laughs> you know what i mean like even if i could just if i could just make you crack a smile throughout the day like i'm happy to do it and i'm thankful that you're here for it so shout out to all the people that are just down to watch me be goofy and hairy <laughs> yeah. and loud and just being my obnoxious self you know it's it's this world is very tough for women and women of color especially mm-hmm. um, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna skirt tail around it. it's hard being a woman of color it's hard being a black woman and being a sh- being a short it's hard being a woman period so mm-hmm. for all women it's just hard to be a woman they tell you you have to be a certain thing you have to look a certain way you have to do a certain thing and you know the politan community just kicks that whole idea out the window and i'm yes. happy to contribute to that like i'm happy to be a part of that because that's how i feel like i don't feel like nobody tells me what to, nobody tells okay. me okay okay like even my husband like we were talking about this 
And my parents, we were talking about this too. Like nobody tells April what to do. You can suggest, right? <laughs> you I may or may through, not take right. a suggestion. Yeah, you could come through with the ill suggestion, but <laughs> whether or not I take it is up to me because this, you know, I I have to live with my what I, what I my actions. So right. I'm gonna take every action, you know, very cautiously and 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 do what I and, and I say, but I'm gonna do what I want because. You only live one life, man. Yep. You only live one life. So I don't want to live with regrets and I want to help other people mm-hmm. to also not live with regrets. Whatever you've done in your past, forget about it. Get on, get your smile on, get your shine on, whatever it makes you, whatever makes you feel good. As long as it ain't hurt nobody else, right. do it, do it, pursue it. Like if you have a dream, don't just stick to, don't just stick with, you know, the norm, whatever, you know, everybody got to work, everybody got to do what they got to do, but if you have a dream, if you have an inkling that you want to try something, you're never too old, you're never too young to try something new. Like, right. just try. So many people tell me, oh, my God, you know, you look so good. What do you do? You work. And then I tell them what I do. And I tell them, you know, you know, you don't have to power lift. If you, some people like to swim and they look great because they right. swim. Some people like to hike and they look great because they hike. You know, just find something you like to do and do it, you know, and, and, and just, th- just be there for it. Be present and. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I love it. I like it. What do you want? It, what do you want your um, tombstone to say? Mm, that's a good one. Oh my god. Oh, I know. <laughs> I want my tombstone to say "Authenticate that shit." I like I it. I like it. I really <laughs> like that. I really I like that. I wasn't expecting that. I like that. I really that like shit. that. Because whatever you do, you got to be authentic. And you got to be a hundred percent. And I sometimes I talk about this and I don't think people know how serious I am about this. Whatever you do, be a hundred percent authentic. Even if you're going to be an asshole. Okay. <laughs> own, that, own that asshole. Don't half ass be an asshole. That's right. That's why I'd rather you come at me with the same energy always then moving in the shade okay like and if you're gonna move in the shade move in the shade somewhere else just authenticate that shit okay just make sure you are authentic um here's a little story i had a lady come up to me in the gym and say you know can you take my selfie you take such good selfies and shout out to my tripod because really that's how that's done okay (laughs) i have the obnoxious tripod that i pull out in the gym and will take like selfies anywhere um, so selfie harder than me and shout out to my tripod. But um, <laughs> this lady came up to me and it was a it was weird. I was like, um, OK, I'll take a picture of you. That's cool. But she's like, you also give me some tips. Like, how do I take a good how do I pose? for? I was like, honey, just be yourself like authentic. Just be your authentic self. Like what you put out into the world. People are going to if it's real, real going to recognize real. If it's fake. Ain't nobody going to, people going to pass it by because there's so much fake-ish out there. So mm-hmm. just be yourself and your people, your tribe, your community will appreciate that. So don't pose. Don't, you know, yeah, we all pose, we all whatever, whatever. But but don't feel like you need to put on airs to please anyone. Because I've, you know, I'm, I ain't nobody. I ain't nobody. But people inbox me and DM me and they ask me and they tell me, you know, that I I bring them a smile and these are just strangers you know what I mean strangers asking for my advice on things and you know not just lifting things either like 
just because they hear me speaking my mind and speaking my my truth and speaking my realness and i mean if that can if if i if i can just do that being myself then trust me honey you can take a good selfie by just throwing a real smile like you ain't gotta you ain't gotta dress up you you ain't gotta dress it up just be yourself okay look at cardi b look shit right if there's anything if there's ever an example of just being authentic and authenticating that shit is cardi b Mm -hmm. amen all right so ain't mad at her like you know what i mean like you can say what you want you can say what you want but she's doing it just being her plain old regular regular girl Mm -hmm. that's right so authenticate that shit would definitely and that's gonna you know what we're putting that in the will i love it anything else you want to any burning questions mm. i think she covered all the ones that we i talk a lot i talk a lot i love it this is so great though but you made it so easy for us because we didn't really have to ask the questions i I am literally the most oh i love listen (laughs) i'm like a puppy like i don't really (laughs) like i go I, I, I see the same I do the same kind of thing every day every day. So when I get to do something different, oh yes. I love oh it. yes, honey. I'm a, I'm gonna come I'm gonna show all the all types of out. So Well we're gonna have to have you. I was back. Say we might have to have a part yeah. two. Most part definitely. Two. Bring me back. Bring yes. me back. Invite so, me back. So where can the where can the people find you on the interwebs? Um, I am only on I don't do Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. After Beyonce released um, formation for some <laughs> reason I'm gonna tell you Wait, listen, it, so- it sounds crazy but after Beyonce released formation I found out that a lot of people that I thought were like cool and my buddies and oh, stuff yeah. were oh, actually okay. wildly racist yes and in and like just insensitive toward yep everything brown Same. so I just pulled away from however many followers or whatever friends I had on Facebook and went radio silent. I even deleted my Instagram. I went radio silent for like a couple of months mm-hmm. and just was working on myself. You right, know what I mean? Right, Cause right. I started to see things like, honestly, I know, I don't know. It's crazy. Beyonce brought that out in people, but hmm. that was a very tumultuous, like little time yep. there where there was a lot of, you know, all these killings that had happened, all these people that were, you know, all this police brutality all mm-hmm. these crazy things that happened and i was just seeing so much hatred and i was like yeah i'm not here for this so right. i just went radio silent and um i just i was done with facebook but then i made my miraculous return <laughs> to instagram because i couldn't i couldn't i was like yeah i need to be in the world again i need to i want to i want to and i'm i was like starting to really get serious about powerlifting so I was like yeah i need to i need to do i need to do a little bit more so mm-hmm. i got on instagram and um i uh created a new name there was like another name i had i am april nicole but now you can just find me on instagram at april loves lifting okay um very very simple because that's what i love to do let me see if i can um because i don't I, you know what's crazy like i never know how to spell it <laughs> even though i wrote it um, the first time I, the very first time I had to type it in, like I just wrote that, so it's April A P R I L loves L O V E S Lifton L I F T I N. So no cool. G. Cool. Um, and you said that you were um, doing a meet in March mm-hmm. um, so far next year. Do you have any other meets or any other activities planned? Um, right now, like I said, powerlifting is my hobby, so I'm trying. I take. I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm getting into it very slowly. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to turn because, you know, doing the first meet, I almost 
I almost lost some balance there. Like this right. almost became my whole world. Yeah, and yeah. it can't it can't be like that. So, um, I. Um, I did that first meet and I took a quite a bit of time. I'm still taking, this is still like time off to me. So, mm-hmm. um, and that was July. So I um, decided that I'm going to only do, I'm not traveling super far for meets. Right. Anymore. Right. The first time I had to kind of travel far. I'm not traveling far for any meets. And um, by the, by the off chance that I somehow make it to nationals, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know if i do make it to nationals my husband's like we're all in we're going to nationals so if i do somehow qualify um for the usapl nationals i will go mm-hmm. but um for right now i just want to take it slow and actually make like serious sustainable strength gains like okay. i don't want to jump okay. jump into this That's like i'm, right. I'm, take, That's a good I'm idea. taking my because some people i see a lot of people they do one meet then they do another and then do another and do another and like how how much can you really progress if right. you just keep testing? So right, I'm gonna right. take my time and I'll be I'll be I'm gonna be a problem in March. Okay, I'm gonna be a problem. Look, so we're gonna be looking out for you. <laughs> okay, cool. Keep an eye on me. Keep well, an eye thank on you me. so much, friend, for visiting yes. with us tonight yes. and gathering with us. So much fun. So yes. you guys know where to find April on the interwebs. You know where yes. to find our podcast. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Check us out. Chocolate we have a bar. blog, Chocolate Bar Podcast. We're also on the Twitters. I have been fooling around a little bit on there. So check <laughs> us out, Chocolate Bar Podcast on the Twitters. Oh, um, tweets. And yes, yes. Signing, tweets. signing out until next time. I'm Bree. I'm Dee. And we will see you at the bar. Bye. 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 Thank you.